Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. Welcome. How are you? We're down to, oh no, less than two weeks till Christmas. Hopefully you guys got your shopping done early. God knows I did. Uh, holidays are coming soon for a lot of teams. Most of them already on holiday break. But we did have a couple of games this past weekend ahead of some holiday break. And there's some games next week too, shockingly enough. We'll... Uh, get things going with Team Maryland, who is really the lone team with any um, any kind of uh, uh, games happening next week. They had a big week ahead of them this past week, three games, with another three games coming next week. We'll get to those three games that are coming next week in a bit, but the three games that just happened had a really good run of games, believe you me. Start off with Wednesday's game. They went up to uh, take on the Pennsylvania Huntsman. And this was a game where if you missed the first 20 minutes, you missed all the goals. As uh, all the goals were scored in that first period of play. Um, and Team Maryland comes out on top 3-1. to one. Starts off with Vadim Frolov, 12th of the year. Uh, 9-21 into the first period. Uh, Noah Goose with his fifth assist. Team Maryland up one to nothing, and then a frantic end of the period. First started off with Will Moran of Team Maryland. His third goal with uh, just under four minutes remaining. Uh, Chase Hannon with his 15th assist, and Noah Zotter with his ninth assist on the power play makes it 2 to nothing for Team Maryland. And then with uh, just about uh, one thirty remaining, one thirty four to be exact, Jules Jardine gets his third of the year shorthanded this time as uh, Theo Loudness gets his fourth assist. Team Maryland cruising 3-1, to one, but on that same penalty, uh, the Huntsman get a goal just before, uh, or just as the uh, penalty was expiring. Uh, that doesn't make sense. How is that a power play goal? Anyway, uh, Andrew uh, Blanchard, his second goal of the year for the Huntsman, makes it 3-1, to one, and that's what all it was. It was shut down from there. Josh Scully makes 32 saves in the win. Team Maryland goes cruising with this, a big win for them. Uh, to get them closer to 500. That night, they didn't have any much rest. Came back the next day to Piney Orchard, and they had to take on the Philadelphia Little Flyers. And the Philadelphia Little Flyers came out big in a big, big way. Just a shooting gallery against Team Maryland. But uh, Jake Hewson with a great, great effort in net. We'll talk more about him in a bit. But uh, Team Maryland actually does get on the board first, 14-14. Into the first period, Will Moran's fourth goal from Will Saunders and Reese Mills. Fifth assist for Saunders, fourth assist for Mills. Team Maryland up one nothing late in the first period. They'll carry that into the second period, past the midway point of the second period. They double up the score. Jack Lamont, sixth of the year. Chase Hannon gets his 16th assist. Noah Zotter, his 10th assist on the power play. Team Maryland up 2 to nothing, but with under a minute 30 remaining, Jack Costable gets his 16th for the Philadelphia Little Flyers to cut the lead in half. 2-1 to one as they go into the second intermission. After two periods of play, Philadelphia had 36 shots on net already. 35 saves so far for Houston. And Team Maryland kept giving them goal support. 427 into the third. Gustav Helm-Kurz gets his second of the year from Dylan Causey. His first assist. And Ryan Debster, his seventh assist, makes it 3-1 to one Team Maryland. And then late in the game, uh, Jules Jardine Potts, his fourth of the year, second in as many games. Noah Zotter has a second assist of the game, 11th of the year. 4-1 to one is where it lies. Houston with 54 saves in this one out of 55 shots. Huge effort for him. He got South Division Player of the Week honors for that output, and how could you not? That was a heck of a game for him uh, and a heck of an outcome for Team Maryland. Now they go up to... 
uh, a showcase as they went up to the uh, Newington Arena. And they uh, started off Tuesday night with uh, the Walpole Express. Of course, with these games, it's uh, two halves of 25 minutes apiece. So you really have precious little time, but you both face one end at each time. It was not Team Maryland's night on Tuesday night, however, as they dropped this one two to nothing. Uh, Kevin McElhaney with his eighth goal for uh, Walpole, uh, 10.56 into the period. And then 22 minutes into the period, Gavin uh, Simpolis with his 10th of the year. Two to nothing, Walpole, nothing happened in the second period scoring-wise, and that is your final Two to nothing. Only 20 shots for Team Maryland in this one as well. Paul really kept them out in the uh, perimeter, not really getting a lot of shots on. And uh, Jake Houston gets 31 saves in this one for Team Maryland. A rough start for them. Although well, Paul does have 14 wins on the season, now 15 wins. So they're one of the tougher teams to play against. And uh, Team Maryland did hold hold their own. They did not uh, they did not uh, falter uh, as uh, some people might. think thought they would have just on paper but we all know this game's not played on paper it's played by little players on our tv screens so uh there we go with that team maryland now sitting still sixth place in the south division only two points behind fourth place philadelphia little flyers and two points behind philadelphia hockey club uh, 19 points separates uh first from sixth team maryland has 21 games they have the least amount of games played in the south division so they have a lot of games on hand uh, coming up, and they'll have three this week. They uh, will have to take on the Valley Junior Warriors on Wednesday, and then Railers HC on Thursday, and then we'll come back to uh, Odington to close out their 2023 schedule uh, against Philadelphia Hockey Club Monday afternoon. It's a week before Christmas. Do yourself a favor. Give yourself a treat. Go down to Piney Orchard. Support Team Maryland in this venture, and then they will go off into the sunset of 2023. And uh, we will see how this team can pick it up. They've been doing pretty dang well overall. And we will see if they can carry the mojo into 2024. Stevenson's NCAA squad, they uh, had one last game before their semester break. And that was against Kings College. Uh, and uh, boy, this was, a, this was a heavy one for Stevenson as they roll hard against Kings College. 7 to nothing, the final in this one. Got started 7.43 in. Frank Vitucci pots one home from Eric Olsen and Aiden Graham to make it one nothing. Then on the power play, Blake Benson pots one home. We've been hearing his name a lot. Heating up there right before the semester break. Zach Bannister and Aiden Graham with the assist on the power play goal. That makes it 2 to nothing. And before the frame was out, Liam McCanny uh, gets uh, his first goal of the evening. Eric Olsen on the assist. That makes it 3 to nothing before the break. Second period, not much happening there on either side of the tracks, although uh, the power play, or the penalty kill, rather, for both sides doing the dang thing as both teams kill off the two power plays that they had against them. In the third period, uh, Stevenson had their PK on tap. They uh, they shut down three chances for Kings College on the uh, on their power play, shut them down, and then they transitioned from that, starting with Evan Beers, 8.45 in uh, after or after the second power play, or second penalty kill. Evan Beers scores, makes it 4-0 from Bannister and McCanny, uh, and then McCanny gets his second goal of the night, 9.07 in, that's right, only 22 seconds after Beers' goal. Eric Olsen gets his third assist of the night. Jack Carlson also getting on the assist side of things. 5 nothing. Stevenson can't stop, won't stop, uh-uh, as John Musella 
12.02 and gets one from uh, from Matt Yeager and Brendan Rylott make it at six nothing and cap things off with under four minutes remaining. Jake the Snake Roberts pots home uh, the seventh goal for Stevenson McCanny with an assist, Fatucci with an assist, and that's all she wrote. Seven to nothing is the final. McCanny two goals, two assists. Kid is taking over the Stevenson side of the offense. And, hey, Ty Alton, 28 saves in this one as he continues to extend his record. Uh, it's just just an unbelievable start uh, for, for him um, in the NCAA. And he gets a MAC honors uh, for player of the week. This is his fourth player of the week honors uh, for that. Second straight shutout of the season. Um, 15 saves in that third period. Uh, seven wins, three, three sixty-seven, three hundred and sixty-four saves this year, which leads the MAC and UCHC uh, in saves per game, which is thirty-three. Leads in save percentage at nine fifty-eight, and leads in goals against at one forty-five. So, out and doing a huge, huge uh, service, really picking up where Ryan Kenny has left off in uh, in the goaltending role between the pipes. He was a great pickup from U Sports as there, and hey, Liam McCanny also. Getting some hardware, being co-player of the week in the UCHC. Again, two goals, two assists. Uh, it's his first uh, player of the week honors this season. So a huge situation for him as he now has uh, eight goals and 12 points so far this season uh, for the Mustangs. As they'll head into the semester break, but they are back before the end of the year. They will take on, uh, they will go to the Oswego Tournament. Uh, that is the holiday tournament at the end of the year. Uh, it'll be on the 30th. They'll take on SUNY Cortland, and then they will take on the other winner or the winner or the loser of the other game after that. Don't know what it is. Don't know how it is, but we'll move on from there, and uh, we will be back with them before the end of the year. Well, probably in the new year in 2024 because that's how schedules work with things and such and all that. So there we go with them. So best of luck to them in the Oswego tournament um, and uh, should be a fun one for them considering they're on a pretty big roll right now uh, as uh, they look to just keep going, keep taking that UCHC, really use the power, the offense that they've been putting forth and that defense they've been getting back there, especially the goaltending. I think this this is probably one of the more well-rounded teams we've seen in Stevenson, uh, at least since I've been uh, putting this show together. So we will see what the rest of the year has or rest of the season has for them. We now go to an interesting matchup, and that would be Maryland against Towson as uh, the D1 Towson Tigers take on the D2 Maryland Turpins down in the uh, the uh, Gardens Ice House. And this was uh, this was quite a thrilling one where special teams ruled the day. Uh, there was plenty of power plays overall. 15 power plays divvied up between each side. Nine for Maryland, six for Towson. Um, and oddly enough, no scoring in the first period. With all the franticness, no scoring in the first period. Uh, we'll get to some other stats here in a minute, but boy, howdy. This was uh, this was an interesting one. Second period, though, got off a really good for the Terrapins. This is 32 seconds in on a carryover penalty. Daniel Tomaszewski, his 10th of the year, just a power move to the side of the net and just tucked it in uh, past the uh, Sean Knudsen. And uh, it is a one nothing for the Terps. On the power play, five minutes after that, actually six minutes after that, Tyler Mercier for Towson gets them on the board, ties it up. And a nice little give and go between him and Michael Levitt. Uh, Pots home uh, Mercier's 10th of the year 
Levin's second assist, and Jack Kalagad's second assist on the power play ties the game up at one. Tomaszewski, uh, back to that goal. Tenth goal for Tomaszewski. Max Noonan gets his 15th assist, and Trevor Drake hits his 20th assist of the season. We're tied up, and then 9-15 in. Kalen Abaddon uh, uh, gets his sixth of the year. Just a uh, what I thought was a redirect in front, it was not. Goes straight in. Amadin gets his sixth of the year. Tyler Mercier's third assist. Samuel Rudnick's third assist. And Townsend is up. They would extend the lead a little later. Shorthanded, though, as Jeremy Wilson blocked his shot. He finds a streaking Tyler Mercier. Mercier makes no doubt about it. And that's his 11th of the year, 11th assist for Wilson and Townsend in control. However, uh, less than a minute after that Mercier goal, Alex Sandell on the same uh, penalty. Gets his third of the season with a wrister from the half wall. Just puts it in on the power play. His third of the year, Patrick Beganowski's fourth assist. And we go into the break 2-1 to one for uh, the Townsend Tigers up on top, looking for their first win of the season. But unfortunately, the Terps knew that. The Terps wanted to keep, uh, keep them off the win column. And an explosive third period did just that. 3.06 in, Matthew Kravitsky, his fourth of the year, just a snipe from the high slot, bringing it in on his own, ripping one home on the power play, all alone, and we have a tie game. 8.09 into the uh, third period, Brian Teske gets the Terps out in front again, just a, just a great pass out of the quarter by Blake Wanner. I thought it was a drop pass to Teske, but it looks like it just went straight past uh, whoever was in front of him and goes right in. Uh, for Teske's fifth of the year, Blake Wanner's uh, eighth assist, and Kravitsky's second assist. Terps now up 4-3. to three. They would not stop there. Another power play goal from Daniel Tomaszewski. His 11th of the year, just a wrister down low, goes five-hole on Knudsen. That's ta- uh, Tomaszewski's 11th. Brian Teske's 10th assist. Tucker Healy's 11th assist. Maryland in control, 5-3. to three. Not uh, two minutes and change later, Trevor Drake on the power play as he gets a rebound off a, uh, a weird point shot by Tomaszewski. Bangs off the back wall. Trevor Drake right there, Johnny on the spot, his seventh of the year. Tomaszewski's 12th assist. Gravinsky's third assist on the power play. Wouldn't you know it? Terps up 6-3, to three, and to add a little salt into the wounds, uh, Daniel uh, Dominic Fasciano gets his first of the year. Coming out of the penalty box, on a, uh, it was a 5 1 3, or it was a two man advantage, turned into a three man advantage when Towson pulled their goalie for some reason. But with 106 left, Fasciano gets a nice little pass from Max Noonan. Ma- Fasciano makes no doubt into the empty net. A shorthanded goal, his first of the year. Noonan's sixth assist. That's all she wrote. Maryland kept Towson to one shot on goal in the third period. A huge battle from them. Uh, in that third period, that was just all Terps, and they did it to help Evan Jones, who was his last game as a Terp. He had graduated in the uh, winter sem- or the fall semester, so he is out of eligibility. Had a hell of a time with the Terps. Gets his final win, making 19 saves in the process. Sean Knutson getting the start for Towson, 33 saves for him in the defeat. So Maryland with a huge, huge victory for them, again, especially against a D1 school. So. Towson, uh, they will now figure try to figure things out, but they're back on the ice January 13th. They'll take on Lehigh uh, University, and that is up there in Lehigh. Maryland has a little bit longer of a wait. They will be back on the ice December 26th against Rowan at the Gardens Ice House from there. And I did realize something uh, as I was looking through 
some of the schedules. It seems the Terps are not in the crab pot this year. It seems like it's going to be Navy, Stevenson, Towson, and the College of New Jersey, uh, another D1 school, the College of New Jersey. I don't know if this had to do with the ACHA, ACCHL playoffs or any kind of other scheduling conflicts or they just plain weren't invited again. Uh, but Stevenson, uh, D2 squad, they are going to be playing against Navy in the first round, and then the College of New Jersey will take on Towson, and then the winners of those will go to the Crab Pot Final. That is February 10, 9th and 10th, I think it is. I'll be there. I'll be there in full force because uh, the Black Bears are off that weekend, and I said I haven't seen a Crab Pot, um, so why the hell not? So Navy, guys, if you're listening, um, let's let's do some things. Let's do some content. Let's see what we can do. And we'll go from there. How's that? That'd be great. All right. Perfect. Speaking of Stevenson, uh, they had their last two games of the semester uh, down over there in Morgantown, West Virginia, as they took on the Mountaineers. Um, and uh, not a great game to start off with. Uh, first off, no score sheet. So we're doing this all by whatever uh, Stevenson has uh, for y'all. They didn't have Friday score. So luckily, was able to check the West Virginia site. They do have a video log, and Stevenson lost six to one in that one on Friday night. So uh, probably not the uh, not the result they wanted. And that's another thing. Can if regardless of, of what what happens with your team, if you just post wins and losses, that help a lot of people out. I mean, if you, if you don't, if people don't deserve you at your six to one loss, they don't uh, you know if they don't want you, then you, they don't deserve you at your four to three overtime winner, which is exactly what happened on Saturday night. When uh, Stevenson goes into overtime and they get a win to end out their semester, what a way to do that! And uh, it was a heck of a shot from uh, Dominic Norris, who uh, just cut across the middle, rips one home for the game-winning goal. Uh, Brennan Jesse getting a goal as well as uh, Michael Hughes. Uh, sorry, it's a three-two overtime win in that one. Anthony Breen with a couple of helpers, uh, as was Michael Hughes, another helper for him, with Kevin Roth getting a win uh, for 35 saves, Sean Blahat getting the uh, the Hard Hat Award for packing a lunch in that one. So a huge win for them to end the se- end their uh, semester. And, uh, I mean, this is a team that's playing with a lot of uh, emotion. It's good to see them succeeding this year as well. And uh, we look to see them succeed even more as they take back to the ice in Reisterstown on the 19th of January, they will take on Eastern Carolina University in a two-game set. So uh, we will be more apt for that when that time comes around for the Green Horses. The Maryland women had a uh, one last kick at the can for 2023 as they went up to Delahoo, Delaware, Delaware to take on the Delaware Blue Hens on this one. And unfortunately for Maryland, they were uh, unable to uh, get... Uh, too much traction. They had, they had a good first period, though. Didn't start off great. Gave up two power play goals early. Uh, 347 in. Jessica Piantello gets her fifth of the year for Delaware on the power play. Makes it one nothing. And then 606 in. Corey Bushy with a her first, fourth goal of the year also on the power play. Uh, Maryland having a lot of penalty troubles in this one. But they get a power play goal back on their own as Eileen Kilkerney gets her fifth of the year all alone. Uh, and uh, makes it 2-1. to one. And then with uh, 3.58 remaining in the frame, Grace Wildberger, who uh, went wild last week, uh, she gets her ninth of the year. Aliana Skogholm, her eighth assist, and Michelle Reynoso with her second assist. We got a tie game after one period of play, but uh, Delaware then shut the door after that. Offensively, they took over 
defensively they kept Maryland out of the zone and kept them away from any kind of threat in the shooting area. And then 12-30 into the second period, Sam Schultz gets her third of the season for the Blue Hens, makes it 3-2. to two. And not long after that on the power play, Lena Murdo gets her third of the year, makes it 4-2 to two after two periods of play. Then in the third period, Corey Bushy gets her fifth of the year, uh, and uh, that puts it at a 5-2 to two score. And then three minutes after that, Ella Herzog gets her first of the year for Delaware, and then a 6-2. That's what the final would be like. Delaware held Maryland to 10 shots in the last two periods combined, uh, so their defense very smothering, and unfortunately they could not, uh, Terps could not get through that barricade, and they dropped this one 6-2. to two. Ellie Schanzer gets four, uh, 37 saves in the defeat, and Maryland ends the uh, semester on a bit of a down note. However, they will have time uh, to think about it and regroup as they will take on Rowan January 27th is their next game, and they will take on Rowan then. It'll be a great time for everybody from there. D3 wrap-up Stevenson. They had uh, their D3 squad uh, took on uh, Rowan and then the University of Maryland. They get a big sweep to end out their season. 8-5 to five, uh, victory over Rowan and a 4-1 to one victory over Maryland. So uh, big games for them overall, and they will, uh, they will hit the ice again. It looks like the 19th. Yes, the 19th at Prince William to take on George Mason's D3 squad. So uh, huge work from them on that. So that's pretty cool for them to end out the uh, the calendar year on two big wins uh, against two solid programs. Salisbury took it outdoors this past weekend as they uh, took to the Winter Classic against PSU Harrisburg. Unfortunately, uh, PSU Harrisburg got all over them. 8-1 to one the victory over Salisbury, though Salisbury took place in a very cool event. It was uh, awesome to see them out on the, uh, see the pictures of them out on the outdoor rink out there at uh, Spring Mountain Adventures, but unfortunately not the result that they had won it overall, but uh, hey, still a cool event either way. As it is a players, as uh, it's been a heck of a time for uh, Maryland players overall uh, this season, including Julia Blitz who last we checked is still running things up for Fariestad. 29 goals in 14 games for uh, the uh, Potomac, Maryland native. 38 points in 14 games for Division I Fariestad. Um, boy, howdy. Uh, can't wait to see if she makes a jump over to the uh, PWHL next season. That'll be a heck of a thing. Although, money could be better over there in Sweden, and she's running roughshod over there. So, we'll have to see how that all pans out for her, but... Uh, Awesome to see her succeeding uh, in the pro hockey realm. Uh, Charlie Serrano, he is playing for Team USA in the Junior A Championship. That will be going on in Turo, Nova Scotia here. So we will have some updates on him after that tournament uh, is uh, complete. Or we will do the show next week to wrap some things up and uh, get semester breaks done. So we might have a little update on what he has done in that Junior A tournament. Anthony Domina has got himself a little streak going to two game goal streak as he got another goal on uh, Saturday uh, from the Melford against the Melford Mustangs and a loss for the Yorktown Terriers. He's got seven goals in 23 games, a point per game player, 23 points in 23 games for the Terriers. Uh, so he is expanding his reach there. Patrick Giles had a uh, goal and an assist over three games this past weekend for the Charlotte Checkers. 
and uh, he jumps up to three goals and five points in 22 games. So he's starting to get a little bit of a groove going for himself there. Miles Gunty had two assists on Friday night and a Youngstown Phantoms win over the Cedar Rapid Rough Riders. Uh, six goals, five assists for 11 points in 23 games for the Brown University commit. Stephen Holiday's been pretty quiet this year. Uh, he did get a goal this past weekend, though, with a uh, with a uh, five to four loss to uh, to Minnesota. So he is uh, currently right now at four goals and nine assists for 13 points over 17 games for Ohio State. A little bit of a sophomore slump, but I'm sure he's going to find his game uh, going into next year or going into the next calendar year in 2024. Jesse Horacek had two assists for the Maryland Black Bears as they split the weekend, taking three points out of four against uh, the Philadelphia Rebels. That puts him at 21 points in 30 games for uh, for Horacek, who is, uh, yeah, doing pretty good. Also close to a single-season power play goal mark. We will see if that can continue for himself going into the rest of the season. We were missed to see uh, to, to not mention Liam Eden, who was over there in Finland taking care of some work in Division Three. Uh, eight goals and six assists in eleven games for the Annapolis native. So huge for him to uh, get a nice start going to his pro career over there in Finland. Sean Kilcullen gets his first two NCAA points as uh, he uh, gets two assists, one in uh, each Friday and Saturday's game against the College of the Holy Cross for the UMass Lowell Riverhawks. Uh, so that puts him at two assists in 11 games this season. So shout-out to Sean Kilcullen getting on the score sheet at the NCAA level. William Lawrence had a great weekend, two goals for himself in uh, a sweep of New Hampshire uh, for the Johnstown Tomahawks. He's got eight goals and 24 points in 27 games this season. I was... Uh, uh, little nearsighted in terms of what I've been uh, in in covering Blake Montgomery, who had a heck of a week last weekend uh, with three goals and three assists, including a Gordie Howell hat trick on the first. Uh, and he's finally seems to be getting his stride with the Lincoln Stars. On Saturday, potted a goal and assist against the Fargo Force. Uh, so he is really getting his wings about him. Seven goals and 15 points in 21 games for the uh, Annapolis native and Team Maryland product. So uh, we will see how he can uh, keep that going into the new year as he looks ahead to the University of Maine here. I don't know if it's next year or the year after, but he is uh, finally getting his stride going, which is awesome to see uh, for uh, the young man. And, hey, his brother's not doing too shabbily either. He's got two goals this year, does Bryce Montgomery, as he potted uh, one on the sixth and then one way back on the first as well. I just completely missed that weekend, didn't I? My goodness. This is his first two pro goals as uh, he is uh, two goals in 16 games for the South Carolina Stingrays in the ECHL. Cam O'Neill net another goal against uh, Alaska, uh, Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, he gets a, a goal in a big 11-2 victory that they had over the Seawolves. Has two goals on the season, one assist, three points in 11 games for O'Neill uh, so far this year. Evan Orloff had a goal this weekend, as well as the Maine Nordiques swept the Rochester Junior Americans. That puts him at uh, five goals, six assists in 22 games. Luke Rubin uh, for the Maryland Black Bears had a goal on Saturday, a crucial one on the power play, 
Uh, he is currently at three goals and an assist in 17 games this year. In net, Jack Spicer just can't find that groove for himself. He uh, let in two goals on nine shots on Friday night in a 6-4 uh, to four loss for Waterloo. Played 44 minutes in that one. Uh, not having a great year. One 6-0 with a 4.03 goals against and an 8.47 save percentage. So we will see if the Rockville native can bounce back uh, on the next uh, in the next calendar year for himself there. And that'll about do it for us, folks. Like I said, we'll do a little bit of a show next week, kind of break down uh, what things are going for some of these teams semester break-wise. Team Maryland does have... Uh, there are three games, so we will get to them, and we'll get to the semester break stuff and kind of go from there uh, on that one. So uh, check us out, uh, Chesapeake HW Pod on Twitter, um, clutchandcrabhockey.com on the internet. Not much stuff going on there. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm I'm fun employed now, so we will see how far we can go with all this. But I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been uh, Chesapeake Hockey Week. Uh, part of the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Again, Chesapeake HW Pod on Twitter, clutchandcrabhockey.com. Um, and you guys stay safe, stay healthy, stay warm. And uh, until we talk to you next time, play that clutch and crab hockey. Peace.